As women, we share some of the same personal traits, such as empathy and strength. Women of reflection, all women are unified as warriors. We celebrate, embrace a sisterhood of strong, divine women. We are warriors. In order to see God through pain and suffering, we must spend more time with God. Many Christians in the Bible found strength in their pain and feeling of peace they couldn't explain. In John 14, verse 27, we are reminded that God will be there when we need him the most. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. On this episode, my guest co-host panelists will discuss seeing God through pain and suffering. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hello. So introduce yourself to the Warrior Platform. Good evening, everybody. My name is Demarche. I'm a mother of one. I work for the school district and I'm blessed and highly favored and honored by the Lord. I'm Jay Meese. I am a behavior intervention associate at Palm Beach Central High School. I am a mother of six children and a child of God. All right. Good evening, warriors. My name is Shalonda Coleman. I'm a mother, a wife, a mother of actually eight between my husband and I. Um, I am a wife, a child of God. I'm a minister. Um, of the Rock International Church under the leadership of Dr. Jamian and Prophetess Shaquille Lovett. And I'm excited to be here. I am so happy to have each and every one of you. So today's topic, as we continue our series, Grow Through Pain. Today's topic, we are going to talk about seeing God through pain and suffering. So we're gonna start with my first question, which is what is spiritual affliction and how do we overcome this? I'll go. When you know what you did or what you did does not line up with the word of God, you'll feel a guilty conscience about whatever it is, whether it's walking out the store and realizing you didn't pay for something, whether it's the way you speak to someone. How would you feel if God spoke to you in that same manner? So just reflecting back on putting yourself in another person's shoes. Good. Anyone else? Being the teacher that I am. Yes. <laughs> um, for spiritual affliction, I found to be, as I was doing the research, I found it actually can come in several ways. So we can find spiritual um, affliction either physically, it can be mentally. And so it can be persistent pain or distress. That can be a form of spiritual affliction. But also when I was looking it up and I was searching it, if you go to what I looked at was in First Samuel. Okay. So if you look at Hannah, if you go in that scripture and look at it, it's 1 Samuel 1 and around 11. But if you go into that, it talks about where Hannah couldn't have a baby. Yeah. So that's spiritual affliction because mm -hmm. we could think of the mindset that she may have had at that mm -hmm. time. But then we come back and we go to, uh, if I say the name right, Penina. Mm -hmm. Penina also basically, we'll call it probably torture or, or harassed her that she could not have babies. And Penina was having babies One from um, Hannah's husband. So that is also another form of spiritual um, affliction yes. that Hannah went through. Yes. So we can look at it in those forms also. That's good. And bringing it back to our life with like inflations and everything that's happening in the world, it's, it's hard. It's difficult. Things are getting expensive. One job can't pay the bills, you know? And so I don't, know how sometimes we got to go through a, what are ways that we use um to overcome the things that we face in our own life dealing with spiritual affliction anybody want to chime in you know financial you know situations mm -hmm. when you may not be bringing in enough that's one i could say and just when you know you have to take care of your family you know it's it's hard. It's not easy. This mm -hmm. world today is very, the times are difficult. Yes. And sometimes you have to uh, do certain things to, you know, make 
make ends meet. So that's yeah. that's definitely a big one. Yes. I would say for me right now, um, my scripture that I read all the time is Romans 12 and 2. And I'm going to read it from this version because the version that I have at work on my desk, it's worded a little bit different. But it states, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is pleasing and perfect. Yes. So although the world we live in is not of God, mm-hmm. but we belong to God. Yes. So just keeping that at the forefront and don't conform ourselves to the things of this world. Yes. Don't chase after what everybody else is chasing That's after. Good. Yeah. Light your light that path. Well, God already lit that path for you. Yeah. So go down that path and don't stray because someone else is doing something else. Yes. And I want to chime in on that. Um, my answer as well with overcoming is going to the word. Because I have a problem of feeling like, man, it's like I'm overwhelmed. Sometimes I feel like, is it just me? Mm -hmm. And I'm reminded when I read the word that there are people in the Bible that dealt with similar things that we are facing. And just to hear their story and how what I noticed, they're consistent with prayer. And that's Mm -hmm. why I'm very big on prayer and fasting. I feel like that has helped me to go through and overcome. Mm -hmm. And I always bring it back to the word and prayer. So that's something big. How do we bring pain to God in a season of challenges? One thing that I do, I cry to him. You know, sometimes it could be in the shower. Mm-hmm. It could be in my car. Mm-hmm. I just get in a in a sense of just telling him how I feel, like how we're talking right now. Yes. Um, that really helps me. Just being able to be myself within that moment if I have to scream or cry. Um, that really helps me. That's one way. Um, for me, I write. I just put it all on paper and I call it my letters to God. Yeah. So, and it started from when I was a child. Going back to our, the last podcast, it was, that was the way that I got through therapy as a kid. Yeah. So, as an adult, I put those prayers in my journal. Yeah. So, that's how I get through and remembering that everything or every action that happens to us it don't need a response mm-hmm. it's okay to just be quiet and not respond to whatever's going on around us i have to learn that yeah <laughs> and just learn how to walk away because you see my my how i bring pain to god i set it up like as it's a courtroom in my head so it's like me and <laughs> myself and then God, you know, he's the judge. And I'm just like telling him everything I'm going through. And, and I want the answers. I need it right then and then. I'm not leaving this courtroom yeah. until I get the answer. <laughs> so that is my way in my season of challenges. Because if I'm really in pain and I get to that point where things are that unbearable for me with challenges yeah. lately, um, I got to take him to court. And you know and what? I need my answers. With <laughs> some people, it's like, well, how do you know the voice of God? God ain't going to tell you nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to learn up with his word. Mm-hmm. And in order for you to know God's voice, let him hear yours. That's true. So like you said, prayer. Yeah. So when it's like, I'm praying, God, it's me again. Yeah. Okay, that's my child, Jamie. So, okay, that's D. Marche. Okay, yeah. that's Shevity. Okay, that's Sister Londa. <laughs> hey, welcome, children. Y'all talking to me? Yes. Yeah, God, we need you. That's right. Mm-hmm. We need you. Yeah. So in order for God to... For us to know God's voice, let him hear ours. Let him know what child is ringing his phone. Yeah. Let him know what child is knocking at the door. Yeah. So that's a good one. Do you have one? Um, for me, the way that I um bring my things to God is is it's always prayer. But in this season, um, I found that God is also causing me to kind of sit, just sit before Him. So a lot of times, and I'm becoming very sensitive um to His leading. Because I want to, I can be very emotional. I'm a person that I, I'll feel my feelings. Yes. And so I find that now what I do is I go before God and I just like the other day, I was like, okay, God, in this moment, I don't even know how to come to you. I don't know if I'm worshiping. I don't know if I'm praying. I don't know if I'm getting quiet. I don't know if to read. 
And so what the first thing that I'll start to do is I'll pray in the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. um, and then as I pray in the Holy Ghost, I just follow that leading. And that's just the season that I'm in for me right now yes. um, to make sure that when I go before him, I'm not going in my feelings mm -hmm. because like you said, I need answers. I yes. want answers. Yes. And so I'm trying to go the route that he's going to direct me to go mm -hmm. to get those answers. Yeah. But I'm always going to go before him. Um, sometimes the flesh part of me mm -hmm. want to feel what I feel. Yes. I, I just want a little pity party. Mm -hmm. yes. And when I have th those moments and, and I'll go, I'll feel my feelings. Mm -hmm. And then I have to kind of check myself and say, okay, you don't been here long enough. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for you to get up, put on your big girl draws, and it's time to do what you know you need to do. Yes. Whether that, that's go to war, whatever the case may be for that moment. So that's how I deal yes. with mine. That's so good. And yeah. I think we can relate to that too. Yeah. This wow. week we were speaking about that mm -hmm. and um, we were both facing something, D and I, mm -hmm. and I was like, we're not going to give the devil, you know, this joy. Mm -hmm. I was like, let's go. You want to pray? And we did. We read John 14 mm -hmm. and then we prayed together. And then after that was it. We go to singing. We go to, you know, giving God. Sometimes not even prayer can be hard, but worship. Mm -hmm. We start singing songs and and it just changes the atmosphere mm -hmm. for us. You want to touch on that, Dee? And I just wanted to say, you know, like you were saying, it sometimes we can allow our emotions to take yes. over. And I can say for me, I was like very emotional in my feelings. Yes. You know, it's like, come on, God, what happened? You know, I was really, you know, yeah. I really thought this was it, you know. Mm -hmm. But in the midst of that, like you said, Sometimes we have to surround ourselves around people that's going to help us pray. That's yeah, going right. to help push us. Come on, so let's snap back in reality. Yes. You know, God got something better. We yes. need to hear those right, things. Right. So, you know, just with all of that, it just does something when you surround yourself around good people. Mm -hmm. You know, that's going to encourage you. That's going to pray. Because at times, it things be going on. And in that moment, you just be like, okay. And sometimes we can even know, pray for ourselves. Can't even pray for ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? You said something about the Holy Spirit, and that's what John 14 speaks about. Mm -hmm. His gift that he's given us is he's the Holy send Spirit. He's going to us a comforter, and that's right. exactly what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is good. Yeah, good, good, That's good. exactly what it is. So what are ways we can change our response to pain and suffering to heal and grow? And I know we just spoke about putting it and praying in the Holy Spirit, but what are some other ways? I think we first have to make a mindset. We have we have to make a decision. Yes. Mm -hmm. We have to decide that we don't want to be in that place anymore. Got it. Um, I was we was taught we my pastor says it all the time. Deliverance not gonna come to you just to you just make a decision to say or until you acknowledge that there's an issue. That's it. So the moment that you acknowledge that there's an issue, mm -hmm. then you can then begin the deliverance process. Mm -hmm. Because if I say I don't I'm not addicted then there can't be any healing. Right, there. right. If I say that um, I'm not a liar, then I can't be delivered in that area of my life. So I first have to acknowledge that, okay, now I, I have an issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And once I acknowledge, okay, I got a situation here. I've been in this area of depression way too long. That's right. I've been in this area of grief way too long. I got to come up out of here. You know, true story. I dealt with depression. Mm -hmm. And then when I, I didn't even know what it was, mm -hmm. but I made a comment one day on Facebook. I said, I said, I get so low sometime, but I've learned how to worship my way out of. Ooh. And it goes back to what you say that worship will change your atmosphere. Yes. So I didn't even know, but I knew enough in that low place mm -hmm. to worship. And yes. when I did that, a family member of mine inboxed me and she started speaking to me. She told me what it was. She said, it's depression. She said, and it has attacked our family, but I had to make a choice and a decision to say, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. Right, That's right. right. And when I made that choice, then God was able to order my steps yes. and bring me before whether it was the right books, because I started out with books, mm -hmm. or if it was the right sermon or the teachings to help get me my deliverance in that area. So it first has to be uh, my uh, make a decision. Mm -hmm. Then a mindset change. You talked about Romans 12 and 2. So then I have to not think how the world think in right. that area. Right. I got to figure out what God says about this. Mm -hmm. What does God say? What does his word say about my mind? What yeah. does his word say, John 14, 27, about my peace? Yes. And once I then find out what that is, now I'm going to stand on that word and I'm going to meditate it until something internally in me 
changes. There's a transformation, mm -hmm. which is Romans 12 and 2. When there's a transformation that goes on on the inside, now I can then begin to walk out that process of deliverance in that area. That's deep. Yeah. And when I think about response, the first thing I go to just thinking about growing up, a lot of our response are generational ways that we see Ooh, in the on. household. Mm. So for me, <laughs> <laughs> for myself, I can pick my mother's way. I can pick my father's way, mm -hmm. my grandfather's way. But I'm going to talk tonight about my grandmother, who she always was just a humble person. When I say anything she can face, because my grandfather's a giver. And he's a bishop, so, you know, he's here to help everybody. Sometimes he'll sell the clothes off on my grandmother's back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, Grandma, how you stay so calm? But she always had a humble heart. Mm -hmm. And her way was just being like God. She had that Christ-like behavior. Mm -hmm. And in that, she always prayed. She always loved. She was a giver, too, but she set limitations, unlike, unlike her husband. But, you know, just that generational way. And then I see... You know, some of my aunts and my uncles who didn't turn to prayer. And so through pain and suffering, it might be alcohol. It might be drugs, you know, and that is hard as a child to kind of figure out which route to really take. And I think for me, it got to a point that I used to vent a lot. That was something was, a you know, oh, my gosh, who can I call? Because I'm going through and I need mm -hmm. answers. I had to learn to stop that. And the minute I just spent that time with God in prayer and just reading the word and listening to my music, it started with music probably. That's when things started to reveal to me that this is right. And it was a sense of peace mm -hmm. that gave me that confirmation. Yes. So that's another thing. Responses, it's hard to kind of tell where to go depending on what you've been raised around and, you know, what's mm -hmm. in front of you. Anyone else want to jump in? That's good. That? Them generational curses is real, and I don't think people really acknowledge them. You yeah. Know? It's it's like my father was on drugs. Mm -hmm. My mom was on drugs. Mm -hmm. My sister was on drugs. My brother sold the drugs, and now he's on drugs. So it's like, okay, God, I got to... This gotta stop. I can't. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna go down that route. Yeah. I'm not gonna choose drugs and alcohol. I want something different mm -hmm. because I see what this looks like. I yeah. see what drug mm -hmm. and alcohol looks like. Yeah. I don't want that for myself. Mm -hmm. I want better. So it's all. It's a mindset thing. Yeah. You have to just say, I, I want better. Yeah. I don't want this for myself. So just going to God like that and telling them. God, you said in your word, you mm -hmm. will be the provider. Mm -hmm. You said in your word, you're a healer. And that's what we have to do. We have to say to God what he's given to us. Yeah. Say his word back to him. Give it back to him. I love that. God, you said, you said in your word, you will not leave me nor forsake me. You said in your word that you will care for me yeah. when no one else can. Mm -hmm. You said in your word that you are my father. Mm -hmm. My earthly father is gone. So God, you're all I have. Yeah. God, my grandmother and my mother are dying. Yeah. But you're going to be my parent. Yeah. There's no one else. So just repeating God's word back to him. I like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, you can go, uh, there's a book called Answer It. Her name, the pastor's name is Nancy Dufresne. So to even go a step further than what Jay is saying, not only do you bring God back his word, but you answer situations. You don't mm -hmm. let them talk to you. Yes, right. So if yeah. you think about Jesus in that fig tree, he saw the fig tree and he thought something was on the tree, even Ooh. though it wasn't a season and sure he was hungry. Mm -hmm. There was nothing on the tree when he got to it. So when he got to that tree and there was nothing there, he said that that tree wouldn't produce again. Mm -hmm. And he told that tree to die. When they came back the next day, I believe it was that tree was done. Mm -hmm. So you also have to talk to situations that are talking to you that are not of God. So if lack is speaking to you, you speak to lack right. and you tell lack that, no, no, no. The Bible says that my God shall supply all my needs. Mm -hmm. I shall not lack. You know, the wealth and riches are of my God, so they belong to me. Mm -hmm. So you got to also talk back to circumstances that are talking to you. You can't let the enemy out talk you because mm -mm. mm -mm. he lying. And that's what he want to do. He want to get here. And if he can get here and get you to speak up out of your mouth what he's saying, now he's caused you to come into agreement because it's all about agreement. He calls you to come into agreement. And the moment you open your mouth and come into agreement, now he got open rights to do whatever he want to do. And that's wreak havoc. 
But if we say back to that thing, what God said, That's we right. come into agreement with his word. Mm -hmm. Now we got ministering spirits on the side working for us. Right. And that thing has got to work for us. But we got to know what we're speaking. I love That's it. our response. I love right. It. That right. takes us back to and response. And you know what? Whenever I pray over my kids, I pray to protect their mind. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. an idle mind is a devil's playground. Yes. yes. So if the enemy can get into our mind. Just imagine the knobs that he can turn. Mm -hmm. Yes. That we have no idea of. Yeah. Because all he needs you to do is open your mouth. Mm -hmm. It's funny That's that it. you said that because I was going to say, I always tell my kids, the only place the devil can live is in your mind. Don't rent him a room and don't let him mm. pay rent there. So that's why we always pray every day to make sure that we have a sound mind and we know who we are. And we're a child of God. We speak those things every day. We have to. It's so important. Mm. Yes. What are benefits of changing our heart posture from worry to worship? Oh, we kind of touched that just now, yeah. speaking yeah. about the mind. Yeah. But anybody want to add to that? I think the benefits are we get what the word of God says. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If we change our, our heart posture, um, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Mouth will speak. So if we change, if we if we deal with the word, put the word on the inside of us, then that's what's gonna come up out of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even in the midst of those very very challenging situations. Yeah. So the benefit is gonna be we're gonna get what God said that we can have. We're gonna get yeah. that promise mm -hmm. when we change that posture. That is very true. Yeah. I want to bring up a situation with us at work. I think last year. We were in the midst of just saying, like, what are we doing here? Because yeah. we felt like we were not living out in our purpose at mm -hmm. work. And so I remember my grandmother used to sing this song called Why Worry When You Can Pray. Mm. And I was speaking it over to Jay because she just kept saying, I'm leaving. I'm going to go. I'm going to go get another job. Even if it's Walmart, I'm going to find my purpose oh. at Walmart. And I'm like, but we can education. Like, let's stay here. There's purpose here. And I kid you not, we turned our whole office into like a prayer corner. When I say mm. everybody started to come to us, when we couldn't find um, what our purpose was, God, when we took it to him, instead of worrying, we started praying. Yes. Fasting Tuesday started in that corner for the mm. things that we desire in our heart and purpose was one. And we both wanted that. And the more we prayed, yeah. people were coming to us in that corner with things. Glory. We dealt with someone who lost their mom. We dealt with someone who dealt with suicidal. We dealt, and not even just teachers, but students. Yeah. Mm. We were being able to bless them when we turned our worry into prayer right. and worship. And we were consistent. That was that something yeah, very like big. Yeah. Consistent commitment is so important. I right. think we had three C's. It'll come back to me. But I, I came up with the three C's. Yeah. And that's what we, we prayed and fast on. And the more we did that, the more we was able to see our purpose. And now we're both in different offices this year. We actually in different positions this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got, you know, a little raise and growth. And Come on, God. God did his shifting. <laughs> he did, he but did. I kid you not. I From building it. nine to seven, they come walking all the way to four and one just to figure out where we oh, are yeah. to get that feel still. And I was just like, look at that. Our purpose is, is being, it's here. There's it's teachers here. that literally are looking for, where y'all at now? Where y'all wow. been? We got to come and find you. Because you know what? Our corner... Everyone that came into that teacher's planning room had to come through our prayer corner because that's mm -hmm. where the bathroom was. Yeah, I've been doing it right. Area. <laughs> so they had to come through there, and whether they felt it or they didn't feel it, and we had the one little bad spirit, and yeah, we, we would, <laughs> <laughs> and we would sometimes just let them go off, but sometimes we will acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. Uh uh, not today. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. that ain't it. Mm -hmm. And he would put these little positive things on the board. That ain't even positive. I don't know what you didn't put up on this board. <laughs> but that's what it, everybody had to come through that corner. We was able to be that light for not only ourselves, but for teachers and students on the campus. Yes. And even the AP. Yeah. The AP that just broke down and we was able to extend oh, our hand and God. pray for her. That was the Glory best to moment. God. Yeah. yeah. That Glory was, to God. That was difficult. I was like, whoa. Okay, God. She's a rock, too. She's a great AP. Yeah. And whatever took place, because sometimes it gets like that, mm -hmm. very heavy mm -hmm. in the workplace. Yes. 
And just to know that, and I and I thank God for having Jay as that coworker. And I have we have others um, yeah. that we can go to in the spirit of prayer and just say, uh-uh, that's the enemy. He trying to get to you. Even in your strongest moment, we're not going to let him break. So when we right. saw her get to that point, you know, with the situation with the student, we just covered her in prayer mm-hmm. and we refilled her right back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, that's something that good. was yeah. just, it's, it's a blessing. Anyone else? Your response and your heart posture from worry to worship? I mean, I think that that was great, and I love that. I mean, even at my job, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. And I, I begin to ask God, why am I here? In like you said, those yeah. most challenging moments. Yes. Um. So I have employees that I'm able to pour into, and just to hear, I had one who's going through some things, and I, I'm that person she's attacking right now. And okay. called a meeting with my manager. Mm. So when she called a meeting with my manager, the first thing I had to do was check my mind mm. when she first said she wanted that because fear almost set in. Yeah. And I said, I'm not going to fear. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going back in that place and fight that fight. And when she started speaking to my manager, she had nothing but kind things to say. Um, even though she's been attacking me, imagine that. Mm-hmm. So she just said that, you know, Michelin is that person that I can go to. I never had a supervisor that I can tell my life to when I'm so down, you know. And so just to see those things come back, like you said, you guys covered that AP. To see those things come back, it lets you know, okay, I am here for a greater purpose than just this paycheck. Thank you, Lord, for the paycheck. We appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, purpose is everything. Right. That's that's amazing. I, I want to touch on something, too, with the heart posture, because I think, in the spirit of worrying, that allows fear to block faith. Right. And so our heart posture has to stay on faith. Mm. And if we worry, that's a blockage. So I think it's, it's really important that we keep that clear mind. I'd like to like make connections with things because I'm a visual person. So when I think of worry and I'm in that spirit, I'm just like, no, because then I'm not letting faith have its way. Faith are the things that I hope for. So, okay, I got to have that clear vision. So, all right, let me change my heart posture. Let worry go and, and you know, cross over the street to worship, you know. Right. So that's, that's something important, too, I just want to add. Moving forward, how can worship change our perspective? When I start my day, you know, it's like. I can tell when I don't start with worship because mm-hmm. it's just seeing like, you know, love, you know, I'll be a little, it feels different. Let me just yes. put it that way. <laughs> but when I do wake up and I um, be in a sense of, you know, praise and worship and I pray, it flows better. My day flows better. Yes. Things just run more smoother. I feel at peace. Yes. I feel happy. I feel, you know, just, I would say in a good spirit. Yes. I want to touch something that both you and I do. Um, and I thank God for my sisterhood. Um, <laughs> I really do because, you know, we try sports out this year with our children. And yes. we come home so tired oh, after God. sports. <laughs> and it gets to the point that you get the kids fed, settle, homework done, and now it's time for us to shower. <laughs> and sometimes oh, we're so tired that we can't even hit the shower. And I'm like, all right, D, and we start singing. But she on her phone, I'm on my phone. But we singing the same song in the shower. <laughs> we have our whole praise and worship team. It's just encouraging because yeah, even in it. that spirit of us tired, we just find we find energy and I'm like, girl, we said we wasn't going to do it tonight. <laughs> we was going to try to get away without bathing tonight. But listen here, we, we got through the shower all because of worship. And just in the mindset, even sometimes just grocery shopping and it's yeah. your last hundred dollars. And we know these kids love to eat. So we want to make oh, sure. Lord. But we start praising our way through. And guess what? The groceries came up to Come $90. On. Now we got $10 for ourselves. Hmm. So little things like that. I think um, really changes our perspective. Like worship, definitely it yes. uh, to me it adds to my strength. Yeah. Yes. I love it. I love <laughs> it. It's it's like I mean to listen to you guys, and I, I maybe I thought about it like this before, and I haven't. I mean I know worship has its place. I love worship, and I'm a worshiper, yes. uh, whether it's in music or just singing praises to God. Yes. Um, but to think about what you said, you said that you know your last hundred dollars we 
Gaffy de churn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, these children have yes. to eat. And then you get to the register and it comes up to nine nine ninety-nine dollars mm-hmm. and ninety-nine cents. But think about it. Faith is action. That's right. And the Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you guys are demonstrating yeah. your faith even in the grocery store with your hundred dollars, yes. worshiping the Lord, saying, I'm going to worship you, God. Yes. I'm going to make it through this and get these groceries and yes. you're going to provide. Yes. So I'm just looking at it like faith is, a, I mean, worship is a form of our faith. Yes. And it says, God, I trust you. I thank you. I believe you. Even in this moment, yes. you know, I got this 17 and 18 year old and they want big plates, God, but this is what I have. And you know, the meat done went up over here oh, and I yes. still got to be able mm-hmm. to cook the same amount, but I thank you, God, that you're going to provide. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the register and he done provided. Mm-hmm. So right, it's right. a form of our faith. And yes. it's, it's just amazing. And even with paying the rent, like mm-hmm. I remember in the summer I had left work um, early because I had surgery and I wasn't working and it was just so much. It was a pandemic and everything was going on. And I, and every month I was able to pay my rent. Hmm. And, and every time I paid it, I just said, thank you, Jesus. Thank because you, I know I didn't, I, it wasn't me, hmm. but God. And so even in that, I just, I worship him. And I knew the next month I was frightened. I was a little nervous again, but I knew to trust him because he made a way. And he'll do it again as long as I continue to trust him. So that was something definitely Change my perspective with worship. I know our listeners can't see this, but I'm going to show my sisters here. This is a picture I have on my nightstand. This is what I have on my nightstand. It's mustard seeds. Mm. So whenever I feel like I'm like just low, God said that's all we need is the faith of a size of that little mustard seed. Mm. That's true. So that's literally all we need. Yes. So the mustard seeds are so small. Mm-hmm. Very small. But that's all he said that we need. It's true. So if we can't get that, then we gotta go back to the back to the plan for it. Yeah. Because we, we gotta do better. Mm-hmm. God is calling us to hire. Yeah. And we gotta have faith. Yes. Even faith as small as a mustard seed. Even when you can't see it. When you can't see it. Mm-hmm. You gotta try like even when you can't see God it. is gonna open the doors, Damn. but it's up to us to go through that door. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to see the doormat. We ain't going to see the steps. We might not even see the waiting rooms for us to go in and sit in. But walk through that door. Have faith and trust God. Yeah. I'm big on words because that's how this world was created. And that's what God gave us to create and move things. Mm-hmm. So even in that, with that side, that faith, the size of those mustard seeds, in order to cause that faith to work and not be distracted and sidetracked, we have to talk our way through. Yes. And what do I mean by that? Because the moment you say that I'm going to trust and believe God, now you got all these distractions and the enemy saying, oh, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Okay. Right. So right. we're going to see about that. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you have to remember to, regardless of what you're thinking and what you're feeling, to always make sure you're talking and you're igniting your faith and you'll, mm-hmm. you'll get to the other side. Yeah. Of that thing. Yes. Yeah. You just got to. Talk your way through it. And that reminds me of a song um, my daughter used to sing, Press My Way Through. Mm. And it says, press my way through. God has something waiting. I'm going to press my way through. And it's just that tunnel vision. Sometimes we just got to put the blinders up. Don't look back. My father likes to tell me, don't look in that rearview mirror. Mm. You got to keep going. Keep, you know, keep with faith and don't allow fear to make you look back. And that Mm. is so important. I want us to encourage someone with a gem or some words of encouragement towards healing and growth through pain. Maybe seeing God in the season of pain and growth. Yeah. It's really, really hard when you don't know where to turn. And I'm going to use myself as an example, just moving to Florida. I had no plan, no clue, but I knew that I knew how to pray. And I started a prayer board that helped me just to give me that clarity. I didn't do, you know how everybody was creating vision board? I said I had a prayer board and then the kids would say, Mom, I want to read the prayer with you. And every morning we said that prayer over and over. In prayer, God said to me, if I open the door, will you follow? Mm. And if I lead you, would you follow? And you know, like I said, I put him in the courtroom. So I'm like, God, I, I need, I don't got the money for this. <laughs> like, how am I going to do this? And he just kept saying, would you follow? And I really had to trust God. And 
And when he presented that to me, I fought back and forth. And then one day I had enough and I just said enough was enough. And I, I remember that he said, if I lead you, would you follow? And I took that word. And like I said, faith over fear, 15 cents in my account. I just drove to Florida and, you know, God really has opened up this wonderful door. I'm able to meet my beautiful sisterhood. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. And I really appreciate that I'm able to trust God. And that was an issue for me because when you have trust issues, it's hard to even listen to God. Yes, it's true. I dealt with that because I was led wrong. A lot of people said, come and stay with me and they ill treat me or come and do this and they ill treat me. So my encouragement to my warrior listeners today is that. That you may not see it, but in order for you to believe it, you have to trust God. Mm -hmm. And when he speaks to you, follow. Right, right. So that's my gem for today. Anyone else? I'll, I'll use my move to Florida till we moved around the same time. Mm -hmm. And I was so depressed that first month. I cried literally every single day. My husband would leave for work and I would send the kids to school. And I would just be in the house crying. And it took for me to go. I would get a, my chair and table and I would sit in the backyard and I would journal and do my devotionals and read. And God said to me, clear as day, I needed you to myself. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he said, clear as day, I needed you to myself. Because I'm like, okay, God, I don't understand why you moved me to Florida. I come from a huge sixth-generation family. All my family is back in Pittsburgh. I have no family here. God, what is my purpose here? Yeah. We're here for my husband's job, but what am I here for? Nothing that I did back home transferred with me. So I had to start from ground zero. I had nothing. Mm -hmm. Not My educational stuff didn't follow me. My foster care stuff didn't follow me. I literally had to start from ground zero. So now I'm in a deep depression. I'm just in a hole and I want to give up. I don't want to do this. I want to pack up and just go back home. So I'm praying to God and he said, I needed you to myself. Because I was there for everyone else. But I never set a sad time for God. Yeah, I went to church on Sundays. But that was just habit. Mm -hmm. That was tradition. That was just what I was used to doing. But God needed me to himself. So if we allow God to use us and to live in a purpose that he has set for us, because he knew us before we were in our mom's wombs. So he had purpose for us. He has okay. purpose for us. But it's up to us to tap into that yes. side. So Dee, would you like to share your gem? Yes. I, I know you guys moved here. I've been here all my life. <laughs> I came from a place of not really speaking up for myself, being a people pleaser. Um, always the one you can count on, you know, being burnt out, giving my all, being hurt, being rejected. And one thing I did find, sometimes I got off track, but it took for God to take my mom for me to come back in and say, mm -hmm. okay, you really need to work on yourself. You need to change your ways and mm -hmm. get more committed and serious. And I would say for me, I knew it was nobody but God. No, I'm not 100% there. But one thing I can say is I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for God and the people that he has put in my life recently, I must say. Because I felt like I, I lost a lot of family. But mm -hmm. he restored all of that back mm -hmm. to me. Amen. So one thing I can say is no matter what you're going through, give it to God. He will put you in the right place. He will surround you with the right people. And he definitely will, you know, be there to show you the way you just got to you gotta be open. You got to be focused. You got to be, mm -hmm. you know, got to pay attention because he'll show you. You know, he, he, he'll he have it come to you. It can be right in your face. But give it to God. Surround yourself around good people and just trust that in the midst of everything that you're going through, he's going to make a way. That's Even good, during man. hard times, he's he going to make a way. And sometimes when you do trust him, 
he leads you. Because for me moving here, I didn't know anybody. So surrounding myself around who? My coworkers that I went to work and came home. And he just planted someone, an angel. I, I like to say my little angels. Like he just, he sent people my way. You know, he surrounded me around that, and and I'm grateful for that too. So that's that's a good one. And and just to just to add, because I know we we wrapping it up, but no, take your um, time. Just to add, he sent warnings too. He gave me a warning. Somebody gave me a word, and everything that that was in the word that they gave me has happened. Wow. Down to me getting the house. Wow. And when I say everything, everything. So when he when when they when they when, when I hear people say um he chases the ones that he loves, he will make it plain. You just gotta be paying attention, be in the right place at the right time. Gotta just pay attention to his signs and sit down and just be quiet. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have to settle myself, sit down, Marche, you know, to just sit and just wait. <laughs> I'm telling you. If it weren't for God and if it wasn't for the people he had put in my life, I don't know where I would be. Mm. I really don't. So, Love you, sis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would just say, um, I think to kind of piggyback on what everybody has said, and it may be some of our warriors listening that's saying, okay, but I don't know how to do that. How do I just trust him? How do I just sit and let God lead me? I, I tell people like this, especially when I'm talking to those that may not be saved, but we're pouring into them to draw them near, or those that are babes in Christ. It took the those of us that are a little more mature, mm-hmm. it took us some steps to get here. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to this place overnight. Yeah. So if if you if the only thing you can do is read your word, talk to God, still we're saying pray. But it just may be a conversation like you hear us ladies speaking here today. Just have those conversations with God. Just pray. Um, read your word and spend that time with him. And you will get to know him. And he will continue, He will lead you mm-hmm. and guide you. And you will find that you will build a relationship just like you would. You mm-hmm. know, like you and I, Chevy, or you yes. and I, Jay, or you and I, Demarche. We have to communicate to build those relationships. Yeah. And it's the same way with God. Spending time with him is going to build that relationship mm-hmm. and you'll learn to know his voice. You'll learn to trust him mm-hmm. and you'll be able to follow him. And it's just that simple. I think we make it hard and make it seem hard yes. sometimes, but it's it's really simple. Yes. It's just a matter of that relationship. So I noticed that you use the word trust and I know we shared our gems, but I want to touch a little bit on that because that's something I really been struggling with, trusting God. Because of my trust issues in life, I say that I'm trusting him and I am walking by faith. But I realize that it's not because I still, it's like he's telling me I'm leading you, but I'm asking him for the directions. Like, uh uh-uh, God, show me the map. Mm -hmm. And then I'll walk. That's a trust issue. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that intervenes with his way and the things that he has aligned for me. And so because of that, I'm in a panic mode in my head because I'm not seeing the signs. So now I'm trying to give myself the signs of saying this, God, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. because of my trust issues overpowering. And actually, this was a conversation I had with my father a few weeks ago, um, and he pointed it out to me. He says, what are you afraid of? And I said, Dad, I fell so much. I want my story to be different this time. And so though I trust God and I'm saying that, I'm afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fail anymore. I want my story to be different. And I have to, I guess it's a part of the pain that I've been through. So I have that guard up not to really give faith my all. And that, if I'm being honest, that's because of my trust issue. So mm-hmm. how, how can I? you know, deal with that, change my perspective. We, I think we have to realize that, like you, I'm one, you got to give me the whole picture. I, I need to see everything. You got to give me A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. And when you give me A, B, and C, and D, I'm going to throw some a half of A over in there, a half of B, because I need to know that if I go that way and this happen, then this is what I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to do it to get to B. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have all that filled out. But we got to remember, too, in our obedience to God, God don't give you the whole picture all the time. Mm-hmm. 
So that one piece that he give us, that's the part we got to be obedient to and trust him in that. Mm-hmm. And once we're on our way, he gives us more on our way. Mm-hmm. So um, even with me having trust issues, what I find that I do is no man will fail me every time. Mm-hmm. But God promised me yeah. that he'll take care of me. Mm-hmm. He made promises to me. And those are the things that I have to lean on. And so whatever area in my life that I'm having a trust situation with when it comes to God, that's the part that I'm going to focus on. That's the part that I'm going to read on. And that's the part that I'm going to build up my faith in that area in. And then once I build up my faith in that area and transformation take place on the inside, then I got it. Because can't nobody else tell me that it don't belong to me. You can't tell me that he won't do that for me because now I have his word mm-hmm. and I've transformed on the inside. That mindset changed. My perspective has changed. And like you can, we're spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it that way. So we are a, we are spirit beings that live in a body that have a soul. And if I can take this word and cause a change on the inside, I've then changed the outcome in the spirit realm. And once that click for me, then you can't tell me anything else mm-hmm. because I know what's done happen here. Mm-hmm. And once I know what's happened here, I know it's going to manifest here. And I know that for a fact. That's how I got my house. That's how I have my car. So I had to trust his word in that. And I had to change it through the word. And once I, I don't even know how to explain it, but once I knew that spiritually it had changed, you can tell me nothing else. I told, I went and told my husband, we getting ready to get a new car. He said, hi. I said, I don't know, but it's here. <laughs> <laughs> and then one but days later, he came wow. to he came to me and said, I got good news and bad news. Which one you want? I said, you give me either one of them because I'm getting them anyway. <laughs> and so, so he told me, he said, we're going to have to get rid of the green car. We had this little beat down. It was my baby. We had this little <laughs> green car, green Camry that somebody had given us, one of his parents. And he said, we got to get rid of that. But we got to go over to Toyota. And I had been believing God for Acra. Mm -hmm. He said, we got to go over to Toyota and look at these cars. I said, but I haven't studied Toyota. I don't know anything about them. We went over to Toyota. I could have gotten any car on that lot that I wanted. Wow. And my husband kept saying, get the Avalon. I said, I don't want the Avalon because the Avalon ain't going to let me keep shopping. So I said, okay, I'll get it. It was 2015. I said, I looked at the Camry. The Earl Stewart Toyota, what they was offering, the the package that came with it, everything was perfect. And that's what I ended up getting. And I walked out of there not putting any money down. Mm-hmm. I walked out of there, a brand new car had 39 miles on it because I test drove it. But because I had to take God's word and begin to trust him mm-hmm. in that area, he did for me just what he said. Same thing with my house. I believed him for his house because of his word. Told my husband we got our house. He said, where? I said, I don't know, but I got it. And I had got it through God's word and prayer. And we went through the same steps. So to answer your question is we first got to get his word in that area. Mm. It may be piece by piece. But in that area, we find out what his word says. Stand on that word and meditate that thing to become life on the inside of you. And we'll be able to trust him with no doubt. And nobody else won't be able to tell you anything. I don't care what they say. So I have a question. In trusting him, do we still like put ourselves in preparation? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have to prepare. So if I'm believing him, I'm believing God for this house, mm-hmm. but I haven't done anything credit-wise. I haven't done anything, saved up any money or anything mm-hmm. of that nature. And he give it to me. I'm I'm, I'm a miss it. Mm-hmm. Cause I haven't done my part. Mm-hmm. I've done the prayer part. Yes, I've done that part. But then on this end, I haven't come to. The, I'm not able to come to the table with what I need to complete the process. So I would say yes, you must prepare. So I struggle with the. I can do the preparation, but where I'm in a, a place of struggle is my preparation overpowers his direction. You know, like sometimes I'm preparing and I'm saying, all right, this is preparation. But I think it overpowers where he's trying to lead me. So that's not preparing. You're doing what God's supposed to be doing. That's the trust issues again. (laughs) (laughs) Dog. So, okay. So it's the control. It's the control because I'm I'm saying I want it to be right. 
I don't want to fail. I don't want to lose. So I'm overpowering sometimes. So how do I prepare without doing too much? Know your place. <laughs> know okay. your place. You can't do God's job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you cannot do his job. We can force some stuff sometimes. So I could have believed God for this house and say that this was God leading me to do this mm-hmm. and did all the applications and I, I got approved for the application. I could have, you know, had the money and all of this, but it wasn't the place where God was sending me. That's not That wasn't me preparing. That was me doing what God was going to do. Mm-hmm. So for me preparing at that moment, I mean, I didn't get into it, but I ain't, I ain't have a dime. I ain't have none of that. Mm-hmm. But for me, my preparation for that moment was to stay on my face. That's where I was for that particular situation. Mm-hmm. I had to stay on my face. That's what he was dealing with me on. Stay on my face. Stay in his word in that area. Keep it before him. But if you are taking over, you ain't let him do his, do his thing. You literally just saying, okay, this not moving fast enough for me. Or, you know, it should go this way. Or I think it needs to go this way because... You gotta check your flesh. Check, mm-hmm. check, check your motive. That's it. Check that. Check where you are in that moment. Is this me or is this God? Is this an emotional thing? Check that. That's what I would say, dear. Yeah. I think that brings us back to sitting. Sitting before him and getting mm-hmm. quiet. Yeah. You see that, that, that earlier, was didn't that you? was my hardest thing. <laughs> oh, I did not I don't know how to be quiet. Mm. That's I think that. I had to react to everything, and I didn't. And sometimes the that's, best thing—that's us as women. That's us. But I was always on defense. Like I'm ready to go toe to toe. Protection method. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you before you get me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just that's how I approach life for a long time, mm-hmm. and that was my downfall. Yeah. But then when, here's what I thought of: Are we dealing with rejection? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. We, we're going to fight every single time. Yeah. Because we don't want the rejection. Mm-hmm. So then again, dealing with rejection, dealing with being offended and hurt and betrayed, the things we will do is, again, the trust issue. We'll take over. We'll run with it. We're going we gonna to do it this way because what we're not getting ready to let you do is not. you're not going to reject me. Yeah. You're not getting ready to hurt me again. Preach. Yeah. You know, you're not going to do that. That's so me. we'll step in. But we have to remember God is our father mm. and he's a good God. Mm-hmm. He loves us. The Bible tells us that he created a path for us that we will walk down. And in this path, this is my version. And on this path, he's given us good works. And so in order to go this path, we got to trust him. Mm-hmm. We got to trust his way of doing it. Um, seek ye first the kingdom of God. So we got to seek how he want us to do mm-hmm. it and which way to go. And then again, it's just going to cause for us to really get quiet and listen to him mm-hmm. and tune out everything else on yeah. the outside. Yeah. Whether it's somebody else's voice, the things going on around us, fears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Yeah. We have to tune all of that out and follow his leading, and we won't fail. And that won't it's, fail. Not, it's not about us. We can't control everything. Mm-hmm. As women, that's what we can tend to do. Yeah, We want to be in control of that's everything. True. And that was a big thing that I struggled with when we first moved down here. I didn't know my ins and outs of how to maneuver through this state of Florida. I'm like, oh. Uh, I ain't got no control. Hmm. I I have to turn to God at this point because yeah, I don't know which way to go. Man, He will put you in that predicament. You yeah, don't have nowhere else to go. And I felt so lost because I was out of control. Hmm. I didn't have control over nothing. It's, nothing it's at literally all. Literally, like He's saying, sit down. Just yeah. sit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get your attention. Yep. And He'll use. Anything. Well, he yeah. sure got mine because I was lost. <laughs> I was mad. I was just angry. And that mm. was me too, moving here. I'm always having my friends around or someone to run and vent to. Yeah. And I remember um, my friend from New York, she was like, well, this is good time. Just you and your kids. And I was like, I, I don't want that to be my everyday life. But the more and more I sat in silence, I was able to hear him. And I was led properly 
Because sometimes, you know, you got friends and mm -hmm. they tell you what they want. Yeah. Some of the advice they won't even follow themselves, but they'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. And because you trust them, you start, you know, going down that road. But God never failed mm -hmm. you. And I think that was the best time. Letting just like getting rid of what I know and trusting God for something new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it really blessed me. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and mm -hmm. lean not to thy own that understanding. understanding. Yeah. Uh -huh, but then all our ways acknowledge him. And I think it goes back to the question you're asking. Um, that's it. We, we just have to trust God with everything that's in us. Mm -hmm. we, we might have to trust some shaking, but we got to trust him. Mm -hmm. And in that, we win. We'll be, we're gonna be, we are victorious, but we'll see the victory. Yeah. Let me yeah. put it that way. Yeah. We'll, we'll see the victory if we just learn to trust him in spite of and regardless of. So, even with shaking, what would be the first step, like with that fear? Take the step. Mm -hmm. Take the step. Mm -hmm. Because remember, fear is torment. Mm -hmm. What does torment do? Tor torment makes you freeze, mm -hmm. it causes you to stand still. Mm -hmm. And you won't move. But even in that, just you, you just take the step. Just do it shaking. For real. Like, just do it shaking. And that's what the enemy throws in front of us. If you get up there, it's going to be this, this, that, and the mm -hmm. other and cause you to be still. But he's he know that if she take this step, if she do this thing that God is causing her to do, Amen. it's going to bless the mm -hmm. dickens off of her <laughs> and her family. So I got to make this chick so scared yeah. that she won't move. But if we would move in spite of, we'll yeah. see the blessing on the other side. Fear is torment. And yeah. it comes to make us stand still. And I just wanted to piggyback off what it was what they said. When you when you talking to God or when you're just listening I, and you're trying to hear his voice. Mm -hmm. I remember when I used to do it often but around this time this was closer to the time when my mom had passed and I remember when I worked at in Boynton I was in my car and I was for some reason the, the enemy was trying to make me feel as if I couldn't hear hear God's voice no more mm -hmm. and this was on my I had dropped RJ off the school and um I'm in my car and I just got quiet I ain't putting no music on and it was hard down raining and all I said to God was, what do you think of me? Mm -hmm. Because within that moment, the enemy was making me feel as if I couldn't hear his voice. Because mm -hmm. I was going out of my mind. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do. you know. And when I said, God, what do you think of me? And it's hard down raining. I'm literally going down the road. And instantly, I heard God say, you've always been special to me. Mm -hmm. I, I cried all the way to work, y'all. Mm -hmm. Quiet, just basking in that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, as the ladies were saying, when you're in that mode of, okay, let me just settle myself. Let me hear what he got to say. He will give you whatever it is he need to give you. We just have to sit long enough to hear it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So, I that really, within that moment, I then I started doing it every morning. Give it to God. Let him take you within that moment and just sit and just listen. And he will speak. Mm -hmm. He definitely will speak. Had me in a cry like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> in the rain. Yes. That's good. That's awesome. This was definitely a blessing. And I know it's going to be a blessing to so many. In closing, we have to keep in mind that changing our perspective doesn't deny our pain. Seeing God in a season of pain and suffering, we learn that God is compassionate and cares about us. We are reminded through his word that our pain is not in vain. The more we push through trusting in him, we become more like Jesus. So we must continue to push, understanding God's purpose on our life. Keep the faith knowing that you are not alone and God is in control. And I just want to end this as we come to the end of this episode. I would like to thank you, my sisterhood, and I appreciate you guys just being here and able to do this with me. So thank you. Thank you. You're thank welcome. You thank you. And now we will close with our warrior prayer. Dee, can you close us out? Yes. All right. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you honor. We thank you, God, 
for this beautiful day, God. We thank you for just being our all in all and just always being there for us, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, everything that we have put out, Lord God, everything that we have even learned or gleaned, God, we pray, Lord God, that we will continue, Lord God, to hide those words in our heart, Lord God, and share with other women, Lord God, other people within the community, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you continue to touch, you continue to save and heal and set your people free. And Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for each warriors, Lord God, that are on, Lord God. And we're just asking, Lord God, that you move on their behalf like, like never before in the name of Jesus. Bless the ones who came out on tonight, God. And Lord God, even bless the ones that are listening. Move by your spirit and have your way. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies. And to my warrior platform, I pray that this episode was a blessing to you as well. Stay tuned to our next episode of Women of Reflection.